0: So this podcast is a little bit different. I want to start this month with some real help to give parents. It really helps you if you can get to the YouTube. I have the link here because I'm going to talk about my phonogram cards and I'm actually going to record 10 modules to help parents and teachers learn how to train their children uh, with using Orton Gillingham and how to use my step-by-step reading program. So I'm really excited to share this with you. Today is module one. And please listen to this till the end. And I'm going to share with you how you can get the other modules. Hi, thank you for joining me today. Are you ready for some free training Dr. Marianne Sintron here. I am the dyslexia specialist you've been looking for. I have calls from parents of kinder and first and second graders who are just so struggling, they're struggling, their hands are thrown up, they don't know what to do to help their kids. Well, I want to just let people know a little bit of research that we were not born with the brain to read like we were to see and hear. God gave us the brain parts to all work together to learn to read. So if you haven't been reading to your child when they were in your womb, when they were toddlers, then let's start now, okay? Um, when my kids were in kindergarten, their teachers were trained to teach reading phonics when they were in kinder and first grade. And they still did after school support and they went to summer school because learning to read is tricky. So, if your child doesn't get it quickly, he or she might just need a little bit extra support. So, I'm going to be giving 10 modules of training you to help your child read. And this could be for speech pathologists. This could be for um, psychologists and reading specialists. This can be for teachers, any kind of paraprofessional. This first module I'm going to teach, um, put on YouTube, and it's going to be um, the phonogram cards, which are step one. So the other modules, you're going to have to download my, um, you have to go to this site, which is um, dyslexia, syntron dyslexia help.com and fill out a form and you're going to be added to my mailing list and get all the other modules for trainings, that'll be two through 10 for free. But I'm gonna give this first one on YouTube because I have a lot of interest from parents how to help their young children and from um, paraprofessionals who wanna learn about Orton-Gillingham. So Orton-Gillingham is a teaching method or model. It's not a curriculum. Now I developed a curriculum based on the best practices And when I did my 200 hours plus of orton gillingham somebody gave me a scholarship to get that certification to help bring fidelity to my reading program, step-by-step reading. And the fidelity is there. And what I noticed is the step-by-step reading covers most all the components in a different way. However, it's so easy to use. Anyone can use it. And where you pick up one day, you see where you end, you pick up the next day, follow. It's a very sequential program. And it's not scripted other than giving you the steps of what to do. So every child is goes at their own pace. If you find students that are in the same um, grouping, like second graders who are pretty much at the same level, or a second and third grader at the same level, You can group those students together and try to work with three students. I don't recommend more than three, but you could even try five. And why my reading program is so unique is I did my doctorate using music to help retrain the brain. So at the very end of the reading program of every hour when we tutor, we have a music app. And the app plays music in the left ear and spelling exercises in the right ear. So I'm gonna tell you more about that later, but my approach step-by-step reading with Dr. Miran Sintron Dyslexia Solutions is unique because of the music. If the student doesn't want to use the music, that's fine, but you've gotta take a look at this reading program and see how easy it is to use. And it can be used starting at kindergarten, first, second, third grade, use the phonogram cards, which is why I'm starting with this step. So I'm going to share my screen. I'm all queued up to show you my beautiful phonogram cards. Now these cards are five by eights. Okay, there we go. So the white, the consonants are white. See how lovely? So I don't have them in. <laughs> I have them in reverse order. So we, of course, these are all your beautiful white consonants, okay? And then I have the vowels are green. And the same with the, um, let me show you here. Did you know most students, and look at my nails, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. (laughs) So most reading programs will teach all the consonants and the vowel A for kinder, and move into the first grade with that, because if the child knows the vowel A, they can create a lot of words. So um, the phonogram cards go in um, a lot of numbers. I've got nineteen sets, and this is what I want to show you. So I have um, my my color my cards are colored. By groupings, okay. so this is um, the DG. There's a little bit. This is how I proceed when I teach the students, too. I have a scope and sequence that shows how the words appear and how the reading program is designed. And so this is how we introduce them. Um, Set four, our little orange consonant blends or digraphs. Five. Six is going to be your floss, he fly. If you've had other reading training, uh, reading program trainings, this will make a lot of sense to you. If you're new at all this, you don't need to know this right away. It'll come later. Here's um Group seven, which are suffixes. Group eight, digraphs that can go in the beginning or the end of words. And then I have more digraphs. They're just beautiful. Some of these I developed this year when I did my Orton-Gillingham training. And once I had students with me, over 100 hours. We got into a lot of these. So we don't do a lot of these in the first 25 to 50 sessions. Look at how nice those are, okay? Then we have group nine, less, 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 and Again, if you're new to teaching reading, that might not be as important right now, but you'll learn why it is later. Then we have suffixes for 10, okay? 11. We have the bossy R's and we include WOR. Then 12, we have the NG family. (laughs) I used to just teach ing, ang, ong, ong. Now I'm adding just NG. I added, I have this twice because it's used in words as well as, um, as a suffix, like in singing. And the same with ER. The cards are designed to be grouped on how you can teach the different concepts. We have our consonant LE, when I teach syllable types. And then I have the vowel consonant E, which is the long vowel type, 16. Then I have my vowel teams. This these aren't the order that I teach them. I do follow um, the scope and sequence or the Orton Gillingham scope and sequence on how to teach these. I just want to show you how many sounds there are. And a conference I went to recently said we shouldn't just call them phonemes because a vowel doesn't have consonants around it, it's still a sound. So the different sounds. Did you know double O says uh and um, boo, food and hook? Two different sounds for OO. Then it said 19 are we call these the wild old words. Wild old words. And again, if you're new to teaching reading, uh you'll learn all this. Most old trolls are wild and kind. Okay, that's set 19. And what I've added are these um, sets that go in the beginning or end of words. And that's set 19. So we also have the small cards. And I find the younger kids really enjoy the large cards And also, I find when I'm teaching to a group, the large cards are amazing. Older kids prefer the small cards. And they're color-coded the same. Beautiful. They look like, feel like a deck of cards. And I use these in another level of um, a different approach to the reading program, which I'll share with you on Module 10. Make a note if you want to learn how to use these cards. With a different Orton Gillingham model. So, what I wanted to point out was when we teach a sound, when you have a student, we're gonna we're going to have car, uh, pictures that go with these. So I keep all my pictures in a binder. And I'm going to show you some of my amazing pictures. CK. DGE fudge. What you want to do when you first teach the sound, you're going to show the phonogram card. then you're going to have the student say the letter name and then the letter sound. For example GE J gem or GE gem je GI. Gingerbread, G, G-Y, gym, G Y, Jim, J. So for two weeks, the students are going to see the consonant cards, and they're going to say the letter names and the letter sounds. I introduce my G E G I G Y and my C E C I C Y in the beginning because I'm actually working with third graders, fourth graders, and fifth graders. And they don't understand what these rules. And I like to teach them up front. I don't want them to wait three months before they learn the difference between these three. But every card has a picture. So when the student knows the letter name and the letter sound, you don't need the card. When you're introducing something new is when I use the card. However, when they know the letter name and sound very um, automatically, you don't even need to have them say the letter name anymore. Just have them do the letter sound. And then as you add new um, cards, new vowel teams and digraphs or consonant blends, consonant teams, you're going to drop off the ones that are very automatic. We want these to be automatic. So my reading program includes all these pictures. Okay. This is really fun. I love this one. E.D. has three sounds. Sifted. It's almost like the I. Sifted. They call that a schwa, but uh, sifted. Curled. Where it sounds like a D. And then cracked. Where it sounds like a T. So I like to teach this up front to the students. So I have as many pictures as I have phonogram cards. Here's my consonant l And of course, I'm just showing you one side of my binder. Snuggle. Well, consonant E's. Okay, my- I like this one. i got to show you. Uh, claw. We have sleep, the different sounds for the vowel teams, AI. What about like? A uh, has a different sound, not A or A. And then we have KN and GH. Now, er can be in the word her, but it could also be in farmer so I teach it that way as well so here's her and here's er is air cherry so these cards will come out different times when I'm teaching different things to the students I would love to share the mound of donuts with my cousin and you my app used to be called dunking dyslexia now the app is um, cdsm for Syntron Dyslexia Solutions with music. We have OE, we have IE for tie and Thief. Here's my troll. <laughs> Most old trolls and colts are wild but kind. Let me go again with night light to use. OW has O and O sounds. W-A says W-A. So I want you to know we have cards that go with all of those. So what I wanted to show you now was when I'm teaching C-E and G-E, you know, I taught them the first week that I was with a student. Let me see here. Um, And I have these grammar books. I have these grammar books. And I teach about a slingshot. When a, I use a slingshot as a model. When the E, I, or Y follows the letter C, it makes the sound. So C-E, C-I-C-Y are s. And then I have some words with excess, stencil, fancy, cancel, pencil process, accept. Okay, so um, when I teach in the beginning, some of these two-syllable words, I won't show the little guys. I'll show them cell, scent, citrus, census. What I'll do is ask them to read the first part, little guys, and I'll read the rest of the word. I'll have them point where they see the C-E, and I'll say the word for them, or they could say it with me. So, you know how your student is. If, if these are intimidating and too difficult, you say the first syllable, they say the second syllable. But I want them to see the CE says S. And here the same for GE. When the E, I, and Y follow the G, it says J. Otherwise, it's G. So, here are the hard sounds GA, GA, GA. And the soft sounds are going to be j, j, j. And then I have lots of words for that too. So, this is why I like my grammar books. They're grammar tricks that students can see the words with the G E, G I, G Y. And if you're not going to expect a first grader or kinder or first or second grader to say etymologist, right? but ask them to point to where they see the J, and they'll point right here. You're gonna say the whole word. They're gonna feel so big and grown up that they can recognize a word part. Here we have gentle. So point, you have the child point to gen. Where's the G-E? And if you wanna print this page out, you can get highlighters out and let them code or code on the computer or highlight in here for gentle. So what I wanted to show you was, now I've had a student with me over a hundred hours. This is the reading list from the ABCs of OG, which I will talk about in module 10. But um, here are the words, the basic level, gym, cage, wage, what I was noticing is my student was forgetting the c e at the end of a word or g e at the end of a word. Said, s and, g and he was forgetting to add the e. So, I was able to review the basic words, and what I did was a quick little um, pretest to see if he could spell wage, and uh, stage, and age. The words that have the c e and the g e. And then I started introducing the two-syllable words. So giblet. I gave the more difficult words. Twinge. Digest. So these are the words you wouldn't use with a first grader, maybe not even a second grader. But when the student's been with me 50 hours and now past 100 hours, it's time to bring this GE back into um lesson review. So gymnastic. Now, this student knows how to separate three syllables. We've done a lot of practice in level, in module 10, I talk about dropping off a syllable from a three-syllable word. And he did a lot of practice with that. So now, when he sees gymnastic, it doesn't scare him. So, but words like page. Okay, so page and age. Um, dingy, but now, since he's been with me longer, I can go into the more, um, the longer words, words that he should know and needs to learn. Gigantic, revenge, manage, gracefully, regency, oblige. So I'm showing you this now, but I'll, we're going to review more of this when I'm in the um, a later module. But I'm going to show you how uh, the card, phonogram card comes in really handy. And you're reminding the student how the GE is at the end of the word as well as in the word. So I'm going to close this as well as in the beginning of the word. So module one, large phonogram cards which also has the pictures that go with them. And I have small phonogram cards. So you can make these yourself if you want to get you know these little tablets of yellow paper. I started off saving these and making my cards on this. When when I was when my kids were growing up, well, actually when well, when, when I was growing up, I would go to my aunt's house and she would have phonogram cards spread all around her family room to really help her kids learn. And I didn't do that when my kids were growing up because their teachers were trained. But what if you have a teacher that's not trained in how to teach phonics? What if your, your child's teacher gets sick and has a substitute teacher who isn't trained and you have a long term sub teacher Who isn't trained? Or what if you just have a teacher who um, maybe is trained, but doesn't connect with your child? So you need to take the bull by the horn and take responsibility. Teach your child phonogram cards. Okay. Make them yourself. Reach out to me. Um, I'm going to tell you more about the next steps, but in order to hear the other steps, you need to go to, syntron dyslexia help.com. You need to go to my mailing list. And that way, you're going to get the free modules that are going to follow today. So I hope you jump on board. Let's let this year be a wonderful year 2022. I'm excited for you. And I want to thank you for tuning in. More to come. Bye bye now. So I hope this has been very helpful. One of the things about me is when I want to learn something, if there's something someone does that I can replicate and save some time and money, I'm going to do it. And I really appreciate when people give me those tips. But then there's sometimes I just have to go and get the help. So whether you're at a place where you can implement some of these uh, strategies in module one yourself, or if you want to. Come to me. That's your choice. I'm here for you to help you. What I need you to do, though, to listen to Modules 2 through 10, you have to send me your email, and the way you can do that is go to syntrondyslexiahelp.com, and when you do that, you become one of my VIP partners. So my VIP partners are the ones who are receiving Modules 2 through 10. Now, if you want to um, bypass this and just go directly to meetmarianne.com, that's where you can go ahead and order the curriculum. But I'm looking forward to sharing all 10 modules with you. My step-by-step reading program is so cool and amazing. And the music, Oh, the kids love using the music. I'm going to talk about the music in modules 9 and 10. So thanks for listening, and I hope we hear from you. Bye-bye now. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.